Welcome back to the NBS podcast, where the NB stands for New Break and the S stands for whatever you want. We're your hosts for this week. I'm Abel McIntosh. Uh, and I'm Levi Moss. And last week, we talked about what it really means to build your life on God and that our faith isn't really based on feelings. It's more of just a knowledge and knowing that God is there for you. And then when those storms come, your faith stays secure. But now what do you do now that you've built your life, Abel? Uh, now we're working on sharing the Word of God. So once you've built up your faith, uh, you're ready to kind of go out and share the Word of God and allocate the Word of Christ. Um, so it's when you're in conversations with others or just telling others about Christ, whether they're Christian or not Christian, how to be not too harsh and how to be respectful. Yes, yeah, so let's get into it. Okay, so basically what we're going to be basing uh, this episode off of is a verse in Matthew 28 verse 18 through 20. And it's right when Jesus already resurrected, he was walking around for like 40 days. So now he's ascending up into heaven. And the last thing that Jesus Christ says to humanity is all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the Holy spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. So that's a big, that's a big thing yeah, to say. Yeah, these are his words he gave to the disciples. Yeah, yeah. so we see that the God, Jesus could have said anything, right? As he yeah, and, and these the, are his parting words. Yeah, like, and the last thing he says is to go and make disciples. Yeah, so, so it's important to share the word. It's yeah. It's not something to... Exactly. Yeah, it's like a really important, poor, really important... <laughs> you got it, you got it? <laughs> really important part <laughs> of being a Christian. And the disciples were very young and they had similar knowledge to us where they didn't have super high education. Like we're still teenagers. We don't have a college education yeah. or anything beyond high school. And they didn't have an extension stud. Ex- wow. I'm just <laughs> all over the board today. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, cause in the paintings and everything, they always show the disciples as like old men. And that's what people really think of is like these old guys that have been like been gone, gone to yeah. seminary their whole life, been disciples forever. But no, they were random people Besides Peter, they were all under the age of 19 when Jesus recruited them. And yet they like were martyrs for their faith. They like went out and died for their faith and w- went among all nations. Yeah, they were great were examples spreading of what the word. God wanted Christians to do. Yeah, and exactly. And like we know that the majority of the podcast listeners are like young people and we are young too. Yeah. And I feel like people really think like, oh, I got to grow in my faith for 10 years and then maybe, I don't, I don't know, I'll talk to one person. But like, no, like. God calls us no matter where we are. They never say, oh, you have to be 26 and over to preach the word yeah, of God. Yeah, it's like this starts at any age. Like like even when you're just learning about God and just diving in like in this podcast, this is what we're trying to do. We're, we're This is like learning and growing process. Like we know yeah. there's so much of the Bible that we still don't know. Like when we're talking about this and preparing for this podcast, we always go on tangents because there's so many different things and so yeah. many complicated parts. It's just a whole thing. But sharing the word of God is one important part that we're trying to focus on in this episode and um it the disciples were just a great example and what would you do if you were in their shoes like, yeah it's kind of funny just like because they talk about with i think it was peter yeah that he was just fishing and then jesus was like come follow me and he just like left yeah like that'd be so weird if this random yeah, guy be... walked up to you and you're and he was like come follow me and leave your family yeah, especially if his claim was like yo this guy that you've been praying to this thing this guy yeah. that you've been like expecting to come like for I'm thousands here. of years I'm, yeah you no know, just Drop everything right now and just walk over here and let's just do some. That's some great faith man. too. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get to that level. Yeah, just awesome. drop everything, your entire life. Just yeah, and and he kind of relies on God in that moment because when you read the Bible more, he does. He puts down everything and he just follows God. And there's mm-hmm. a verse 
in Mark 13, verse 11, it says, whenever you are arrested and brought to trial, do not worry beforehand about what to say. Just say whatever is given to you at the time, for it is not you speaking, but the Holy Spirit. It's so, a crazy verse. Yeah, I think this plays in with uh, his scenario because he's kind of, the Holy Spirit's kind of taking over. The Holy Spirit's like, hey, man, don't worry right now. Don't be stressed out. Just, just follow God. Yeah, and like when you're spreading the word, that is really important. Like you don't need to have like all these verses memorized because when you really just truly in your heart, like lean on the Holy Spirit, he'll give you what to say. And there's examples like um, there's this guy that I know and he's like 17 and he just walks up to people on the street and he's like, hey, what ha- what do you think happens after you die? And then he's had these conversations. And then he said that he like recited verses that he never even knew. It's and wild, just like yeah. the Holy Spirit gives you what to say. And even during these podcasts, like it's true. sometimes you just like feel like someone else is speaking through you, which is yeah, really it's cool. just yeah, it gets free flowing, and it's just like, well, God, and then you get done with it, you start recording, you're like, oh, God, really? God kind of yeah, spoke for me. That's it's cool. It's kind of cool. <laughs> but yeah, so this was this kind of ties into an example of uh, like a band teacher, an orchestrator. When you prepare and you practice and you have all these lessons, and um, you try to get good at playing a certain instrument, but then when you go out on stage. Like you still have an orchestrator, you still have a person in charge yeah. telling you what to do. So it's kind of like God, as you go through your life, like you practice and you prepare like things like mm-hmm. last time we talked about knowing God, you prepare for times. Yeah. But here in sharing the word of God, you still have God commanding yeah. you and kind of showing you where to and go. Yeah. What we liked about this analogy too, is it doesn't mean that because if you were in a band, yeah, you lean on your orchestrator, you lean on the yeah. Holy Spirit, but that doesn't mean you go up without any knowledge knowledge of knowing how to play the trumpet for example like it's still really important to train and obviously the more you practice the more you go into your word or pray or use whatever you really grow with whether that's like google or podcasts like this or devotions whatever helps you grow just using that and the more practice and training you get the better you'll be able to be at it but then it's still important to just like get direction from your orchestrator yeah which is god and the holy and this spirit can be the same thing in sports too like i just had an idea like you train and all your physical activity and also mental things of what to mm-hmm. do in game situations whether whatever sport you play but you also have your coach who's yeah, going to kind of exactly. direct you on the field and tell you what to do like he's gonna he's gonna allow you to go out just like god's gonna allow us to go out and learn and do stuff but he's also gonna tell us oh what plays we need to do just like god's like hey this is where you need to be this is who you need to talk to like and sometimes it'll be like, oh, God's not really telling you anything to do, but mm. God does stuff in your life. And yeah. sometimes you can't see it, but it's happening. Yeah. So another verse that I wanted to get into, it's Matthew 5.13 during the Sermon on the Mount. And it says, you are the light of the world. A city, on, a city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand. And it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see the good works and give your glory to the Father who is in heaven. So there is a lot of interpretations for this verse, but the one that I kind of see it mainly as is you get the gospel, you get the Holy Spirit inside of you, and that's a light. And it would be like rude of you to take that light, put it under a basket and only give that light to you. You know, like it's a gift to spread the gospel and spread that light to other people. Yeah, it's so, like that song. It's like it's a little, it's a little light of mine. I'm gonna let yeah. it shine. That's immediately what I thought of when we were um, <laughs> yesterday when we were writing the script out and we were kind of writing out what we we're gonna talk about. That's the first thing that popped in my mind was that song in Sunday school when I was a kid. Of like, <laughs> I'm not gonna put a. It was like oh, it was something along the lines of, don't put a bushel or a bush over the flame. Yeah, let your light shine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that was awesome. But uh, there's another verse in Luke four verse eighteen. It says. 
The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free. And this is kind of like God's not only like guiding you to share the word, but this is kind of like your mission as a mm-hmm. Christian. Like it's not a forceful thing. Like you're going to, something's going to happen to you if you don't, but this is one of the things as a Christian you should be doing. And it's one of the things you should be out and telling people about. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's like a huge part of your faith. Like yeah. Jesus, this is the last thing he said to all of humanity was make disciples. So if there's like anything you can take from the Bible after you've already built that relationship is use it because it's like the light. You, If you build this great relationship, you learn all this stuff about the gospel. You read your Bible daily. But what's it going to do if you hide that light in your room and you never tell anybody about it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of like also I was just thinking like learning, like when you're reading the Bible or you're praying or you're worshiping, God will like God will be teaching you things and you'll be learning things. But you can you can learn even more by going out, creating relationships with people mm-hmm. and talking to them about God and about Christianity. Yeah. So I think I think in a later episode it'd be a great idea to even go on about this topic about relationships. Like that sounds that's something we can dive deeper into. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sharing the word of God, it can kind of create relationships as well. Yeah, exactly. And that Luke verse, it also talks about, yeah, like kind of helping the prisoners and everything. And yeah, there's exactly. a verse in Matthew, Matthew 9, 10, it says, Well Jesus, yeah, it was he while Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said, it is not the healthy you need a doctor, but the sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, not sacrifice. But I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So, yeah, I mean, there's kind of, there's kind of a lot that we can talk about in this. But the most important thing to take away is that Jesus didn't die for like a bunch of rich people that now yeah. they have a little bit of comfort. Like, and tax collectors in the times were the most hated people because they were really scammy and would take all your money and you couldn't do anything yeah, about it. Just like the story of Zacchaeus, who was like, who would go around tax collector, but people hated him because yeah. they said he would steal and do other stuff. Exactly. But he just went up to him and talked to him personally. Yeah. And I think Matthew, the guy who wrote this book, was also used to be a tax collector and everything. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, Jesus, throughout the entire Bible, the gospel, I mean, the gospel's for everybody, but specifically it was made for like the prostitutes, the sinners the sexually immoral, like all those people who everyone's said, oh, you deserve to die. You don't deserve anything. And Jesus was saying, no, like, yeah, Jesus you, went to them. And yeah. He was like, yeah. Cause he, he came here, obviously he came here for everybody and for the people who know him to obviously grow their faith. But he came in pursuit of those people who didn't know him. Yeah, exactly. Just like you were saying, like the prostitutes, the sexually immoral, the sinners, like we're all sinners, Yeah. but the people who were deep within their sin and didn't have any knowledge of God and didn't know that God was really an option even. Mm-hmm. And God like pursued them. And yeah. Really and, the, and the Bible calls us to be Christ-like. They call us to be like exactly like Christ. He's the perfect example because he was sinless. So if what Jesus did mainly was go around hanging out with sinners and like spreading what the message to those people, but yeah. there should also be talked about that don't put yourself in situations that you can't like control yourself in. Yeah, exactly. And like, just like this, like pursuing people doesn't mean go out judging and attacking. Yeah, exactly. Don't go out making claims on people. And though, you know, in your mind that they might be true, or you know that that person that or that individual has sin, Mm -hmm. it's God's place to judge. It's not ours. It's our, it's our place to share the word of God and tell them about God. And And we have an example Jackie Hill Perry Mm -hmm. in a book called, she wrote a book called gay girl, good God. And, um, one of the points in the book is I believe it was her cousin who mm-hmm. 
basically well it was like yeah, she she it. was in a lesbian relationship with someone and she said that like everywhere they went especially around other or not other like christians and in churches she would get so many judgmental looks and people would say oh what you're doing is a sin you need to stop and she said that that only made her want to do it even more just to rebel but then she had a cousin and her cousin was saying like oh i i understand where you're coming from like we're all sinners and i'm gonna be praying for you and i understand how hard it is she said it in a loving way and yeah then she became a christian jackie yeah, Perry it was like by christian. showing love yeah like not other people would give her weird looks and would stare at her and then mm-hmm. almost like attack her in a way of yeah. their words and but her cousin with the loving way and saying that i still love you we all sin. It's okay. It's going to like, I love you. And uh, I think uh, our youth pastor Ashley was going on about how this, the cousin was kind of like, I have to give Jackie to God. Like it's God's going to do something with Jackie. I'm going to pray for Jackie and I'm going to tell her I love her and I'm here for mm-hmm. her. But God's the one that's going to change her heart. Exactly. God's the one that's going to make the change in her life. Yeah. And this is connected a lot to the Pharisees, which they talked about in the book. Cause the Pharisees were these religious people who like, yeah, they were like really, air quotes i'm doing air quotes right now godly people (laughs) because but really like with jesus and everything they would judge him all the time and they were the ones that ended up getting him killed and everything and they would just consider themselves better than everybody else and judge everybody else for what they were doing when really they couldn't see that they're all sinners and like they just rebuked god all the time and that's what so many christians nowadays do and the bible is a really challenging book they challenge us throughout so this is a challenge for like us, yeah us too because yeah. it's so easy to judge people man oh it's very i do it's it all hard, the time yeah it's hard, yeah. To, hard to keep myself from judging people and i, I catch myself all the time doing it like i'll i'll see someone and i'll make a judgment about them whether yeah. it be good or bad and i'll be like hey i need to take a step back what yeah i'm doing i can't i haven't even talked to this person i'm just looking at them and seeing this but it, yeah it's so easy to just think that you're better than everybody else yeah it's 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 a struggle we all like struggle with yeah so. but yeah in this is the Pharisees. They thought they were like better than everyone mm-hmm. else. Like they were like, I'm doing a tier list with my hands. God was on top. The Pharisees were in the middle and people were on the bottom, like, or everyone else besides the Pharisees were on the bottom when mm-hmm. that's not true. It's like God's up top and then everyone else is just, we're all on the same right level. Here. We're all equal. Yeah. And there's a verse in Romans, uh, chapter three, verse 11 that says, 23. Oh, 23. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> Romans, uh, three verse 23 says for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Yeah. So when you're sharing the gospel, the gospel, I mean, it's kind of the whole Bible, but really mainly it's grace that you're not going to be saved by works. There's no amount of works. It doesn't matter if you go to church every Sunday and this other guy doesn't go at all. It really, we're only saved by grace alone. And that's the most important thing that you need to share with people when you share the gospel, that nothing else will save you except for God's grace. And, but there is like in James, it talks about faith without works is dead and the fruit of the spirit and everything. So like it's, uh, there's a difference between justification and sanctification. Justification is that you accept Christ into your heart. And that's all you have to do is just accept the gift that Jesus is giving to you, which is his grace. And through that grace leads to the works that you have, but there's nothing you have to do to be saved. It leads to the sanctification, which is throughout your life growing in the fruits of the spirit yeah and And the grace ties into the verse in romans when it's like we all fall short of the glory of god like we all god has a standard and none of us make the cut none Mm -hmm. of us we've all sinned we've all done terrible things yeah but jesus came he died on the cross for our sins and then Mm -hmm. when we accept this gift i don't know how to say it um when we accept this gift of salvation Mm -hmm. and the forgiveness and this grace it's kind of like he wipes all that sin away 
Yeah, exactly. It just goes away because of Jesus Christ. So we all fall short of this standard. We all don't make the cut, but God's there with grace and comes in clutch and just kind of yeah. saves us. Yeah, so the main things that you should focus on when you're sharing it is grace is the gospel and doing it a loving way. And I found in my life, it's really important to share that you also struggle with something. Like if you're going to say, oh, I noticed you were lying. It's good to mention, yeah, sometimes I lie too. Yeah, and because, when coming from a personal standpoint, yeah. it's good to hit that sweet spot of like, hey man, like I'm just hitting you with all these facts and these verses and like all these ideas from the Bible, but like here's my perspective. Exactly. Like I was in your shoes. Like I, I understand some of the things you're going through. And yeah. If, if you don't personally, I bet that the person you're talking to, I bet there's someone else that you know that went through that. Exactly. You just want to be loving sense. and like, relatable i guess yeah but and also true. just the most important thing too is just letting the holy spirit speak through you you know like yeah, we were talking about the holy that spirit to take over yeah it's just kind of like okay you need to de i feel like for me personally it's a lot of de-stressing and de-worrying like i have mm -hmm. a lot of worry and stress on my mind even making this podcast like there's a lot of worry and stress leading up to it mm -hmm. and even if i go out for sports or for anything that i'm doing there's a lot of worry and stress but when you let yeah. the holy spirit take over and you, it he it kind of de-stresses you it's yeah. kind of like okay I'm there's, at peace a little bit. There's a verse in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 28, where it says, Come to me, all who burden and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's really like important too. And the Hebrew word for come is like a consistent coming to God too. So like throughout your life, just come to God. This is kind of getting off track. Yeah. We're kind of getting out yeah, of tangent. Still. But well, yeah, all right, here, this is how it connects. It's like sharing the word of God. Yeah. It's like when you need something or you don't need, when you when you are unsure about something and you go to God for questioning and then you can share that with other people. Like exactly. it's, it's a little like rotation of things. Like you share the word, you learn the word and you share it again. It's exactly. just a little rotation that keeps going. But yeah, if you're unsure about stuff, uh, I want to challenge you to dive deeper into your Bible as well and worship in any way that you can. Worship is not just like singing and dancing and all that. Yeah. It's also praying, meeting with others, talking about God. Oh, you know a good analogy that I think my pastor said was like, because they compare a lot your faith to like a tree and with fruit. And it's kind of like if you are a tree and you share one of your fruit with another person. Um, and then, oh, wait, I'm like kind of forgetting the analogy a little bit. But in like fruits, usually there's seeds. Oh, so when like you, they'll start a tree. Yeah, exactly. And, and they'll start a tree. They'll produce gotcha, fruit. Yeah. And then that fruit with the seeds in it produces more trees and trees and trees. And yeah. Yeah. And but, just like sharing. The, oh, I just had an analogy too. It's like an analogy but i just had an idea it's like if you if you aren't sharing the word of god oh this kind of ties into the light one you're kind of keeping it to yourself mm -hmm. and it's not that you're it's not i'm trying to say anyone's like hoarding it or keeping it like that but it's good to share the word like there's no shame there's no exactly. reason not to like yeah. why would you keep it to yourself like i get some people might be in the position where if you think you'll share the word of god you'll get bullied you'll get made fun mm -hmm. of and all that like i understand that sometimes does happen and that comes with sharing the word of god yeah. But there's no shame. Like you can turn to your other Christian friends and they'll they'll tell you, like, hey man, it's gonna be okay. Like yeah. this is this one person feels this way for some reason, mm -hmm. but it's gonna be okay. Yeah. Also, to to challenge you guys a little bit, there it is also in Galatians, and it says, I think it's in Galatians, but it's definitely in the Bible, where it says you <laughs> should they're they're comparing a tree to a believer, but it says you should judge a tree by its fruit. And it's like, if you see a tree and you can see it's apples, then you know it's an apple tree. If you see a Christian, you see these good works and these like people that they've saved, you can see that they're a Christian. And again, we're not saved by these works, but how will people really know if you're a Christian if you never talk about it, if you never share it with other people, you know? Like, that's so important. Yeah. It's so important. It's true. And we struggle like every day, like even sharing the word of God, not yeah. just 
what we were saying earlier, how we struggle with our walk with God, but like we struggle in kind of talking to certain people because sometimes you'll see someone that's very approachable mm-hmm. and they're and they're the type of person that you know is understanding and can talk about a religious thing or some theology stuff. But then there's some people who are very stubborn on certain mm-hmm. things and they get sometimes people even get offended, which you have to understand, like you have to take a gracious standpoint. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. We encourage though you guys to get out there and kind of it, share it, the word of yeah, God. It's so much easier than you think, right? Because yeah. you think you have to like have this great stand on top of a mountain with 5,000 people listening to you. No, but like you can literally, yeah. like what I said earlier, you can walk up to someone and my favorite thing to say is just, hey, what do you think happens after you die? And that's such, it leads into it. You can go to your school, walk up to someone and say that. Go to your work, walk up to someone and say that. And a way that I use actually is I have like a TikTok and I like do little sermon things on there yeah. that are like a minute long. And there's um there's a guy called David Ladin on there too. He's 17. He's like the same age as us. And gotcha. he has like 1.5 million followers, dude. And like, and, he, he just and yeah, and on the comments, it says so much. Oh my gosh, you saved me, you saved me, you saved me. And no, yesterday I saw a kid, he was 13 or 14 years old, man. And he had like 50,000 likes and he was just talking about the Bible. Yeah, it's, it's so it's easy. Awesome. It's way easier than yeah, you think. I think one of the ways, uh, I don't know who it was, either a friend or like someone else. Uh, someone was like, yeah, they were doing good work. So they were just like being a Christian and just being kind to one another. Mm-hmm. And they were just acting christ-like and someone came up to them like they didn't even address this person and they weren't like hey what did like talking about god there this person came up to them and was like hey why do you act a certain way mm-hmm. or why are you so nice yeah why don't you get mad at this person when they do this or why don't you get angry when they do this mm-hmm. but it's just like and then they explain that they're a christian yeah this is why and like and they don't they don't explain like i have to follow these rules or i have to do this and that it's like i choose to do this because god has given me this gift of salvation exactly. and then that that can kind of spark an interest in some people. Yeah. And like, for me, I'm like really open about my faith and I try to talk about it like as much as I can. Yeah. And I had someone the other day and they came up to me and they're like, oh man, Levi, yeah, I can see how like into you, like, or into your faith. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then they were like, what book do you think I should, you sh- I should start in? And I was like, John, but even like that, I'm just like, when you're even open about your faith, even if it's not directly, then sometimes people can come to you and then that's like maybe the Holy Spirit leading them to you. It's true. So just... It's so important. Again, yeah. last thing that Jesus said to all of humanity, he could have said any. It's like the little like icebreaker question. Oh, if you yeah. could say one thing to the entire world, what, what would you say? You say? And yeah. you know what Jesus said was make disciples. Yeah. So Share don't don't like think that this is something, oh, I mean, maybe I should do it, but maybe I'll wait for this perfect opportunity. No, you need to take initiative because that's yeah, what the Bible says now, is to take initiative. It says like knock and you shall be answered. It's not God's going to knock and then you have to answer Sometimes it's the other way around and it works both ways, but it's the, taking the yeah. initiative is so Yeah, and we challenge you guys to go out and do that and then also just dive into your Bible more often. Yeah. And uh, yeah, guys. Yeah. Thank you for listening to this episode. Yeah. Um, our Instagrams and stuff should be linked too. And you can always DM us. Oh, yeah. Anything. And make sure you tune in to the last podcast episode yeah, or any other podcast episode you haven't listened to. And the sure. next one. For the people who are watching this like four or five weeks from now. The next That's one true. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, guys, uh, we'll see you on our next episode. That we will. Yeah. All right. Goodbye. Thank you.